Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be interviewing Frank Cottle. Frank is coming to us from the Alliance Business Centers Network. They have been in the flexible workspace industry for multiple decades. I believe, if my numbers are correct, they've got over 700 locations in dozens and dozens of countries. Frank, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much, Seth. It's my pleasure. How did you get in the flexible workspace industry? Oh, gosh. Um, That's a dramatic pause on my part. I have to think back a few years. Uh, I I started actually my career in uh, as a commercial diver of all things and rotated into the yachting industry in the the early 70s in 1970. Um, Did nothing useful but race big sailboats all over the world for about a decade and decided that I needed to put my long pants on something serious. Uh, So I started in commercial real estate. Uh, And there's this funny little thing. I wanted to do land banking uh, and uh, you know, buy a piece of property in the path of progress and sit on it for a, a period of time, a decade or so, and then sell it. Very simple, very simple process. And there were these funny little things called executive suites at that time. And it looked to me like that was the smallest amount of bricks and mortar that I could put on the biggest piece of dirt to tie up and pay for the land so I could hold it for 10 years. So we set about uh, with a business plan to do that. And between 1980 and 1990, I uh, raised some capital uh, from a partner, the founder of Public Storage. They provided us with enough capital. We built uh, 42 buildings across the southwestern U.S. So every 110 days for 10 years, I was building a new building. Uh, And we put executive suites or business centers in them. Um, And in doing so, uh, we found that uh, uh, we learned how to run those centers well, and we found it was a very interesting interesting industry, and we, we felt that the whole industry was in the path of progress. Uh, so we sold that portfolio in 1990, and then myself and some other partners uh, developed uh, 195 centers uh, across North America uh, and uh, uh, got very serious about the business. That portfolio we sold in 2000. Uh, so I'm starting to come up with one of your Shark Tank stories, I guess. Uh, uh, thereafter, uh, I decided I really wanted to change the business model once again, and I preferred to own the customer rather than the center. Uh, so we built a network of centers, um, a company that looks very much like uh, Best Western Hotels, if you will, operationally, uh, except using business centers, of course. Uh, established that globally, and then we began, we built the technology behind it through the Alliance Virtual System to sell offices virtually uh, in a business model that looks very much like Expedia. So today we uh, wow. service companies globally uh, that have officing needs uh, through our industry. 
uh, focused on virtual offices, meeting and conference rooms, uh, reception services. And we have call centers in uh, North America, in the UK, continental Europe, et cetera, uh, that service those customers as well, also Latin America. Uh, and it's uh, become quite an interesting enterprise, quite fun. That is absolutely incredible. And I'm sure the uh, longer version of that story, if it hasn't, should fill your book. <laughs> uh, I don't think I'm quite that prolific a writer. That's, uh, I'm sure we know someone who can help you with that. <laughs> we, we do own a small publication company and a digital agency as, as well as part of our structure. Uh, we're a group of companies, about 12 different companies that operate globally now. And so maybe I can get one of them in the mix too to help you. There you go. So you mentioned something, a lot of things that were really interesting. The first thing I want to touch on, you said you may have a shift from owning the center to owning the customer. What does that mean? And talk a little bit about how that came about. Well, I was looking at the business model uh, of uh, owning the business centers outright. And if you own the land and the building, uh, your balance sheet looks pretty darn good. But if you're trying to expand rapidly, uh, especially on a global basis, you really need to lease space from others and then re-rent it to your customer base. You need to subdivide the leased space. And in looking at that, the balance sheet isn't real good. Uh, so um, uh, I didn't like the business model and the evaluation that came from it of owning the business centers because of the balance sheets issue and decided that I could change our business model into a software as a service company uh, instead, which I do like, uh, certainly like the valuations. Uh, and so we evolved everything. We had the reputation, the global footprint. We had the inventory to sell through our network. So all we needed then was to own the customer in the same way that Expedia does. And if you look at their business model, when you book through Expedia, you book a Hilton Hotel or an American Airlines flight, who owns your business relationship? Not, not Hilton, not American, but Expedia. They can collect your money. Uh, they pay on a wholesale basis, prearranged basis, uh, their partners, uh, their inventory, if you will. And we decided we could do the same thing with real estate. And in doing so, We've created the capacity to open, oh, 10 offices in 10 cities in 10 countries in 10 minutes. So if you need to expand your company uh, virtually or in, from a practical and in, in real officing space uh, perspective, we can open you an office anywhere, providing clerical, secretarial, administrative support, live receptionists, meeting and conference rooms, office space, literally in three minutes or less, anywhere in the world. That is absolutely incredible. You talked about, I think if I heard you correctly, a group of 12 companies. So other than the physical location you're providing me with as a customer, what are some of those other services? Um, well, the Alliance Virtual System and then two or three other systems that uh, utilize that same uh, backend software platform. We've uh, used that system to acquire uh, an invested interest or um, an overall acquisition of a variety of similar smaller companies in specific marketplaces where we felt their brand was excellent. They were already succeeding. Uh, we could just double down and make good investments and help them to grow under our overall platform. We also uh, manage uh, a company called allworks.space which is the serviced office or the flexible workplace industry's largest news and information resource. Uh, 
Um, <clears throat> we are a partner in a company called Juicy, GCUC, uh, the Global Coworking Unconference. Uh, <clears throat> and <clears throat> that platform uh, hosts the flexible workplace industry's largest meetings and convention structure. Um, we have a foundation, the All Good Work Space Foundation, uh, and uh, we launched that last year, and we're utilizing the vacancy factor in commercial real estate as a charitable donation and then organizing the donation of that space to worthwhile charities on a global basis as well. So we're just very activists in our industry and love what we do and uh, um, think that we're in the midst of a, a very large movement towards flexibility and all the major trends that are driving that. That is absolutely incredible. You mentioned owning the relationship with a customer like Expedia does. How are you acquiring customers now? Most of our clients come to us through our web infrastructure. Um, uh, <clears throat> um, that's where the majority of clients come through, just like you, you would generally expect. We also, though, do have quite a number of large corporate uh, and uh, government accounts that look to us to manage their complete portfolio of offices worldwide. Um, and they come to us as specialists um, uh, because we can help them to reduce their costs, help them deal with gig economy issues and flexible workplace issues, immigration issues. Uh, it's a big topic right now. Um, you know, we can keep people from moving back and forth across borders, but we can't keep intelligence from moving back across, forth across borders. So oftentimes companies will come to us to set up a global footprint of virtual offices for employees they want to have around the world, but where they still want to not just go through a contracting structure such as Upwork, which is an excellent company, but they want to have more control and they want their people to actually have places to go under a single structure so they feel like they're more part of a team. That is absolutely incredible. What do you like best uh, about the business you've built this time? I like the fact that it's, it's ever-changing. Um, you know, some businesses, you buy a building in real estate and you sit on it for a while, and the only thing that changes is the air conditioning goes down and the asphalt needs to be fixed. Uh, um, it's not very exciting. Um, I like the fact that we're in the midst of a number of large global trends. Um, IDC says there'll be 1.6 billion mobile workers by the end of 2017. 1.6 billion. And that's, that's a lot of change. Uh, think of what you're doing today. You're utilizing technology, working from a workplace that you want to work from, um, fulfilling some, your, your job. And 10 years ago, that would have been exceedingly difficult. 20 years ago, it would have been impossible. So all the changes with technology, mobility in the workplace, uh, cultural changes um, uh, that are going on right now, uh, generational changes that are going on right now are fascinating to us to keep ahead of. And that's why we built the Alliance Virtual System so we could change as fast as people and industries do. That is amazing. You had mentioned being on the forefront in the conflicts of multiple trends going on in the world at large. Um, what's next? What's next for ABCN? Oh, gosh. Um, I think 
what what's occurring right now in in the the world is that the gig economy is is coming to the fore and contracting in general by large corporations and everyone is the way that people will work in the future i think understanding that trend uh as well as we can and understanding how to service the issues around it is a, a big challenge for everyone and one that we're trying to meet um I don't think that uh, we're going to see um, real estate as we've seen it traditionally um, be the model of the future. Um, uh, we're going to see, uh, in my own opinion, is we don't need any more real estate, any more office buildings in the world. Uh, what we need to do is repurpose buildings in an efficient way. And we're seeing a lot of that going on um, <clears throat> because of the technology that's available and the way people work. Um, I think that uh, the buildings will become communities as opposed to just a place where people go to work in different floors and different things. Uh, uh, certainly business centers and co-working centers are run like communities today. And I think that will uh, extend throughout entire buildings. Um, uh, I think that cities obviously will be providing all the bandwidth we need or, 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 or government will very soon. Uh, bandwidth has become like oxygen. It, it, it's all, we almost have a right to it now. Uh, and if we travel around the world into different cities, uh, London is a perfect example. I can walk up and down the streets of London and have Wi-Fi everywhere I walk. And I, I don't have to connect anything. It's just there. Um, we're seeing that go on uh, uh, and, and that trend Will allow a lot of flexibility in the future as well. You mentioned uh, the number of 1.6 billion mobile workers by the end of the year. Um, how many of those are use is ABCN service servicing? How many people come through your doors in a year? Oh gosh, um, I'm embarrassed. I don't know the exact number. I should, uh, <clears throat> but um, uh, companies like ABCN service uh, multiple hundreds of thousands of clients uh, uh, and. Uh, other companies in our industry as well uh, uh, are, are quite large. Um, uh, the largest company in our industry is uh, a company called Regis, uh, and uh, they service uh, probably 2 million clients. Um, we service uh, a few hundred thousand. What? Uh, with all the... I hate to give my competitor a pitch there, but, you know, <laughs> if we're talking about the industry, they deserve, they deserve the honorable mention. I, I appreciate your candor. What is with all the i mean the i mean you're reaching an incredible amount of people doing amazing things what's your biggest challenge now it's it, interestingly it's not technology the technology itself is there to do just about everything we want to do i think i think the biggest challenge is almost in in naming um uh, uh standards um all industries have a hard time defining themselves and uh, who they call themselves and, and so that people understand what they do as a service and, and, and what services they provide. Uh, and that's an ongoing challenge because our industry is evolving so quickly that, you know, we've gone from being the executive suite industry to being the business center industry, to being the serviced office industry, to being the flexible workplace industry. And now people are starting to call us the co-working industry. And really what it is, uh, as an industry, uh, we are all providers that combine people, place, and technology into a single bundled package and deliver it with a highly flexible service agreement. And within our industry, we have different sectors. 
uh, and those sectors are the classic business center, which takes the people, place, and technology and combines it with the brand promise of professional image and services. Um, it'd be a company like Regis or like Alliances in the old days. Um, um, we have new, another sector called the co-working sector, which seems that same people, place, and technology, but has the brand promise to its members, customers, of business growth through a collaborative community. And an incubator takes those same things and combines mentoring. And an accelerator takes an incubator and provides access to capital. Well, having the public understand all of that and who we are as an industry, that people, place, and technology mix is probably our biggest challenge uh, overall. Incredible industry, amazing story. Anything else? Uh, what else do you want to share that I didn't think to ask you? <laughs> uh, well, I won't do a, a self-pitch or anything like that. Um, You're welcome to. Uh, <clears throat> the ability to reduce costs uh, is material in all companies. And the ability to change from a con conventional lease, which today companies have to carry as a negative liability on their balance sheet, to a short-term service agreement that provides what is, in essence, a cost savings plus the same beneficial structure of facility um, materially impacts the valuation of all companies uh, that utilize our services. Uh, so they not just save money, but we improve their balance sheet and their operational uh, format. And we do that through our uh, primary company, which is AllianceVirtualOffices.com. All right. This has been Seth Green here with Frank Cottle from Alliance Virtual Offices. Frank, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for listening to this special productivity series of the Direct Response Marketing Podcast. I've interviewed hundreds of the most successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and CEOs all over the world. And I want to share with you one of the biggest ways I've discovered to triple your productivity that I've learned from these amazing people. Even better... I'll pay you $500 to test drive it. Just go to takethe500challenge.com. That's www.takethe500challenge.com to learn more. Thanks so much for listening. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.